Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our Gospel lesson comes from the Gospel of Luke this morning. Luke chapter 1, verse 68 to 79. This is Zechariah's prophecy. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. So this morning we continue our look at John the Baptist, and today we focus on him as being the greatest man who ever lived. And in fact, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 11, Jesus says, Assuredly I say to you, among those born of a woman, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But what makes him so great? Well, we're going to look at a couple of his characteristics. First of all, his ability to overcome weaknesses. Most people in life face struggles, we face troubles, we face difficult circumstances. Some people just give up. Some people turn from God. Some people give in to that temptation. However, when you overcome these struggles, overcome these problems, that's what separates a great person from an indifferent person. Great people fight through those obstacles to do what is right, to do what is honorable to God. And that sounds like John, doesn't it? Remember, John was filled with the Holy Spirit from his birth. He had been set apart and chosen by God to announce the arrival of the Messiah. He saw the Holy Spirit descend upon Jesus at his baptism. He heard God the Father declare Jesus to be his beloved son. But yet John had doubts about Jesus. And those doubts troubled him. He wanted to know the truth about Jesus. He wasn't trying to protect his ministry. He wasn't trying to protect his popularity. He simply wanted to know the truth. So he sent some messengers out to find out the truth. John would have gone himself, I'm sure, but he was in jail at the time. John overcame his human weakness to seek the truth. And when he heard it, that Jesus really is who he says he is, then John stepped back. He took a back seat in his ministry. 
and let Jesus take over. We all have weaknesses. The question is, how do we deal with them? John didn't ignore it. He confronted them head on. And we need to do the same thing in our lives. God gives us the strength. The second thing we see with John is he's held strongly to his convictions. He stood up to the Pharisees. He stood up to the Sadducees. And even Herod himself. That's why he was in prison. That's why he was in jail. He didn't back down from his beliefs. In fact, John was so strong in his convictions, some people actually thought he was the Messiah. John was popular with the people. And sometimes popularity, people decide to compromise to maintain their popularity. But not John. He had many opportunities to gain the approval of those important figures in society, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes. But he didn't compromise with them. Even when they came out to listen to him and be baptized, he stood his ground and he called them a brood of vipers, as we saw last week. He confronted their sin. He confronted their hypocrisy. John knew what was right and wrong, and he stood for those things that were right. He didn't do this for himself. He did this for the glory of God. So do we hold to our convictions or do we compromise with the world? Do we stand for what is right or do we ignore the wrongs of society? Thirdly, John denied himself. We can't describe John's life as an easy life by any means. He wore camel hair. He wore a leather belt. He ate locusts and wild honey. As I said, he was probably a pretty rough, tough-looking guy. But he was an important messenger of God. He didn't live like, dress like, or talk like, or act like the other religious leaders of his time. He wore practical clothing, but it probably wasn't comfortable clothing. And it definitely wasn't stylish clothing. And the, whole, the same holds true for the food that he ate. It provided him with the physical nourishment that he needed but little else. It wouldn't have been very enjoyable like a nice steak or a piece of fish or a Caesar salad or whatever it might be. The lifestyle that John lived was in direct contrast to those around him, especially to those other religious leaders. They were all self-serving, self-satisfied, self-indulgent, self-righteous people. John was simply consumed with the calling that God had placed upon him. And he denied himself those enticements of the world. His devotion to his ministry overruled his personal comfort and his personal interests. Doesn't Jesus tell us to do the same thing? Aren't we to deny ourselves and follow him? Now, I'm not saying that we all need to live like hermits or misers or monks or anything like that. But we do need to focus our life on God. John was filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. 
He was obedient to God's word. He was self-controlled. He was humble. He courageously and faithfully proclaimed the word of God. And he led people to Christ. What a wonderful example for us to follow today as well. And that's a pattern for everyone who seeks greatness. Godly greatness. That's why John was a great man. As we know, John's message was a message of repentance. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Not just a change of mind, but a radical change of life. And Jesus spoke the same thing. Turning from our sin and turning to God for salvation. Christmas is now only a few days away. The question is, are we living the life that John lived? The life that Christ wants us to live? Do we overcome our weaknesses? Do we have strong convictions about right and wrong? And we hold to them. Do we deny ourselves for God? Those are some things to think about as we continue to prepare our lives for not only the celebration of the birth of Christ, but His return as well. Let's close with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank You for our time in in Your Word this morning. We thank You for giving us an example of faith to follow in, in John the Baptist. Help us to live as he did, to be a faithful, courageous, strong person. Strengthen us to overcome our weaknesses and empower us to stand for what is right, what is true, what is honorable and holy in your sight. Most of all, help us to deny ourselves and our worldly desires to serve you with our lives. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.